Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wonderful people. How are you doing? I hope you are doing great today. And let me welcome you to a brand new episode of Twan's Truth. And today we're just going to jump right into it. So as many of you know, I am a weeb. I deeply love anime. I love it to my core. And with that love, I'm going to share with you, as you probably may know, my first anime. And some of you might say, well, what's your first anime? And some of the other folks might say, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's one of three. Yes, you guessed it. It's Dragon Ball Z. (laughs) But I assure you that this is a very prominent message that I'm going to try and deliver to you today. So, if you do not know, Dragon Ball Z is about a guy named Goku. And you go along on his stories. Now, in those stories, Goku meets up with a guy named Vegeta. Now, even they are both aliens, the Saiyan race. In their... I guess, mythology, lore, history... There is a legend about a Super Saiyan. Now, technically, in this legend, it says that a Super Saiyan is born. One Saiyan is born with the potential to go Super Saiyan in a thousand years. Okay, so a thousand years it takes. Well, in Dragon Ball, you learn that not only does Goku eventually go Super Saiyan, but also Vegeta and their offspring as well. In particular, the fellas. But the thing is, I cannot express to you enough the joy as a child to see Goku go Super Saiyan on Planet Namek for the first time. Boy, let me tell you something. I thought the pearly gates had opened up for me and I was in weeb heaven. Yes, I was. Because let me tell you something. Seeing that yelling, seeing them dark clouds and that thunder and them waves and that wind and you see it Goku for the most part snap Ooh, you just knew well, when he get done with this freeze he finna catch all this heat he finna catch hands for day for day and for day so then I, as I said later much later but not that much later but later Vegeta also goes Super Saiyan out of mere frustration, anger. He unlocks his Super Saiyan transformation. And then sometime after that, Goku's first son, Gohan, goes Super Saiyan. And then Vegeta's son, and Goku's second son. And these two are at least uh, a year maybe apart from each other. They too go Super Saiyan as children. Now, the reason I'm saying this is because, number one, Dragon Ball Z was one of those shows that 
as far as I know, was the first show that I saw that I knew about that featured transformations like that. But it's not the transformations that really got me. Now, let me just say this. This is not really core to my message for today, but let me just say this as far as Dragon Ball Z goes. Dragon Ball Z transformations, in my opinion, will forever be epic when it's the first time you're seeing it. It is not everyone's transformation within the show. No, 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 no. It's when that particular character, when the spotlight is on them, and they gotta hit that next lick. Oh, baby. That first transformation that do. When they unlock that next level of power. Let me tell you something. I'm here for it. That that good first time. In all of Dragon Ball Z. Trunks and Gohan have not really had that first transformation. Just wow. That was the most epic thing ever. No, they transformation was like, what the hell? When did the kids start doing this? Yeah, it was kind of on that level. But when I'm talking about when you when you as a Dragon Ball fan see them first transformations, it's like, oh yeah, we finna we finna do something special, right? Hell, oh yeah, because every DBZ fan knows. Goku's first transformation is A1. It's A1. No, it's just something about that first transformation you seen. It's like, yeah, he's snapping. Like it was, it was almost like you didn't know if he was finna still be a hero or go straight murder psychotic on free. And the second one is Gohan going Super Saiyan 2. Cause we was all at the edge of our seat going, <laughs> yeah, my boy finna snap for real. You you knew that Gohan had just did something special because the announcer for the show the episode hadn't even ended yet and the announcer for the show came on in the middle of in the middle of the episode right after the transformation it was like the screen went black and then he started talking and you knew like hold on bro the episode ain't ended yet but you talking oh this something real special boy <laughs> Oh, that flex was beautiful. Now, I digress. You know, I can only be authentic with y'all. So, the thing is, transformations, when you unlock that next level, there's a message in that. There's a real deal message in that first transformation, but it's not... But you see that there's got to be a certain knowledge with because Goku and Vegeta for a time when they went Super Saiyan were stronger than their kids. They were stronger than most or some of their villains when they hit Super Saiyan. And it wasn't just because they hit Super Saiyan. What am I? What am I trying to tell you? 
you have got to max out your base level. And I've thought about this and I've seen in other animes where they don't necessarily say it, but I'm telling you. You have got to max out. You have got to strengthen your first level. Whether it's your gift, whether it's your skill, whether it's your ability, whether it's that first level of getting this job, where whatever that first is, that base level, you have got to go hard. Now, I don't mean you just got to be strong in it, but I need, I need you to have a consistent pace to where you're good, to where you're great, to where the flex on you when you in this field is like no other. Because when you max out your base level, that first level, your next level is going to be even more powerful because you had the experience of that first level. I'm watching, for the first time, I'm watching Naruto Shippuden. And I just saw the fight between Sasuke and Itachi. The one thing that I noticed in that fight, because Itachi was so sick, he mainly used Genjutsu, the illusion jutsu, to really deal damage to his enemies, to psychologically and emotionally damage his opponents. Sasuke, his brother, did not unlock the second transformation of their Teke Genkai, their Sharingan. He didn't unlock it. So he was facing his brother who had not only at a young age unlocked his Sharingan, then later got his Mongyoku Sharingan. And not only could Itachi flex with both of them with ease, but he was going up against his brother who only had the first form of the shining gun. So you were looking at it like, dang, Sasuke is at a disadvantage. Yes, he is. But the thing was, Sasuke understood the fact that he didn't have his Mongyoku shining gun. So instead, Sasuke trained up up until the point of that fight. He trained his eyes to be the strongest that they could be. Was he on the same level as Itachi as far as having the shining gun? Nope. Not at all. But when you see this fight and you see Itachi going, hey, like, Oh snap. He still got the regular shining gun and he putting up a good fight. That's because not just having power, but having the 
knowledge, experience, and control to understand and use that power at the base level is critical. So I bring this up again. If you, I can just hear somebody say, well, what does this have to do with me? I'm not a, I'm not an anime character. I'm not out here making transformations. Yes, you are. Only difference is you have seen the message of transformations for so long, but I think you've missed missed the message of the transformation. So let me give you another one. In Pokemon, back in... Mm, matter of fact, I know. I know this episode. I know this episode. With my with my weave heart, I know exactly what episode. Do I know the episode number? No. Do I know the episode? Absolutely. The context of it is Pokemon. Generation 1. Ash was going for the Thunder Badge against gym leader Surge. Sure. Surge used a Raichu, which is the evolved form of what? Pikachu. Okay. Now, in the first confrontation, Surge completely dominated Ash. More specifically, Surge completely dominated Pikachu. Surge's right to completely destroyed Pikachu. Okay. Later in that episode, Brock came up with the not the analogy. What's the word I'm looking for? Brock came up with the plan. Or he noticed something within that fight. Basically being that. Surge evolved his Pikachu into a Raichu almost immediately after he caught it. I think Brock got along to this because Surge was bragging about how Ash should have evolved Pikachu as soon as he got him. So... In the next confrontation, Pikachu was more ready. He wasn't ready because he had learned some brand new move. No, Pikachu was ready because Pikachu and Ash understood that because Surge rushed and evolved his Pikachu into a Raichu, that his Raichu did not understand all the capabilities of being a Pikachu. It did not carry over into him being a Raichu. And some of you might say, well, that's just crazy. No, actually it's not. When you try to rush a skill, when you try to rush to get to the next level and you haven't fully inspected that first level, you're harming yourself. You're detrimentally harming yourself it is so important and it's something that has been a journey for me to learn too this isn't just something I'm spitting at you just because I pulled it out of my butt side okay it's so important for you to grasp the concept of base level of maxing out that that base level 
Yeah, you might be at level one who you looking up to, who you following might be at level 35, but you got to max out that first level. Now, that first level is going to be hard. It's going to be difficult. But once you understand what you're doing in the first level, oh, you're just adding on everything after that. Two people can be technically on the same level and not understand where they're at as a character, as a person. The real fight, often enough, or the struggle that many people go through is not the fact of they fell off, it's the fact of they didn't learn from level one. They didn't learn from that base level. Now, if you are one of those people who you maxed out your base level and you hit that and you hit that power up, you hit that transformation and now you at level two, see now you got to do the same thing. But see now it's just, it's more to it. The responsibility is almost the same, but there's more pressure on you now because when you hit level two and you feel that power you know that power you have to give you must be very very careful not to lose yourself in that power that's why you have so many people who go on jobs who get promoted so early to a position of power and get drunk with power. The foundation, the value of that power is lost on them. When you level up, and many times the mistake that is made when you level up, when you power up, You want to look for the most, you want to be the most powerful out the gate. You was fine at base level working through the steps, but now that you didn't felt that snap and you didn't felt that that level up, now that you didn't gain more of, you want it faster. And that's dangerous. It's dangerous because then you become cocky, you become arrogant. You become less of yourself. And you put others around you in danger. Now, what I said when I did the Dragon Ball Z analogy. That Goku and Vegeta were stronger than their children. It wasn't because of their age. That's not the deal. That might have played a big part in it. But that's not the overall objective. What made the difference is the fact of once they, once Goku and Vegeta went Super Saiyan, they learned the capabilities of their Saiyan powers. Like, for example, they they had to learn how to stay in the Super Saiyan transformation state without exuding a lot of energy transforming 
And I wish it was something that they continue to do now because I think that would be a huge uh, gain for them. But they learned how to stay in Super Saiyan State, live in their Super Saiyan State to the point of their power levels were normal. When you're super, but they can't tell, that's when you that's when you master a level. When you when you at your base level and you max that puppy out, whatever your base level is, and then you power up. But and you learn to live in that state, and you doing normal things as in your super state. That's when you've mastered that ability. Now, many other people get it twisted mentally, emotionally. When they go super, what it what ends up happening is they love the power they just gained and forget the lessons they just went through. What does that mean? Now there are many ways that I can say this, but I'm gonna use two analogies. First one is Dragon Ball Z. When Gohan went Super Saiyan 2, Gohan, even though he was pure-hearted, he was kind-hearted, he became very arrogant in his power. And because he became arrogant in his power, granted, I know, he's just a kid. Exactly. He was a kid who got a lot of power real quick. And even though he was powerful, and clearly going to be the winner he was dangerous because he didn't keep his eye on the ball he didn't finish the job in a timely manner and the win was costly the value of the power up does not disregard the base level experience you have gained. Now my second analogy is a little bit different. It's the children of Israel. More specifically, when they went to cross the river, when God split it the, the Red Sea and they walked across what gets me and gets me upset is they went through the children of Israel went through all of that in Egypt being hunted down through all of their struggles for generations praying up to God for freedom to be delivered and finally get delivered and lose their way. 
Now, that in itself is a story. When you get the freedom, when you get the power and you lose your way, your base level was only relevant to you through the struggle. Because when you were in the struggle, when you was in need of the freedom, when you was in need of the power, when you was in need, you was hungry and willing to do the work and be diligent and trying to get the answer, get the power, get the freedom. And now that you didn't got it, you done lost value in the experience, in that base level experience of the struggle. Now the struggle don't seem as bad. So your heart isn't as dedicated as when you was in base level. I mean, that's just a testament of life. Of people who pray and pray and pray and do good things, who seem like they're do- they want to, they're trying to do good things and do well. They will come to a place where they level up. They just get a little power up, and they lose their way. Can't do that. Now I said the first transformation is always epic. This is not an anime. Your life is not an anime. So the question is, what does the transformation look like to you? Well, in your life, it's how you see it. It's that it's that next level. It's the things you do once you've made it over that struggle. said this before life is a struggle every time you go through a struggle there's a struggle behind that you're not going to live your life without struggle but the base level is where you really learn to fight. Can you, I just want you to imagine something. Can you imagine a fighter who only learned how to punch and kick with just basic knowledge of a punch and a kick going up against somebody who knows how to punch, kick, grapple, do uppercuts, lean in, lean out with their hits? Who know how to play today's strength? And you only come in with a punch and kick like a level one Mortal Kombat player? Can you imagine the slaughter that that person would go through? That's what many of you look like. You just getting slaughtered because you're not even willing to go through the motion of base level. It's like... It's like some people in this generation 
want the fame, want the money, want the fame, want the money, and not the work. How does that even work? First of all, you gotta work in anything you do. Even a scam artist gotta work. Even a fuckboy gotta work. But they just so skilled in it, it ain't work to them no more. You have got to max. You know what? I'm not even gonna say that. I'm not gonna say that. Cause I was gonna say you got to max out your base level. You know what? No. It has to be your choice. You have to want it. You have to want it like you want to breathe. You gotta want it like you trying to, like you drowning. And every breath you take, you trying to stay alive for the next breath. You, it's gotta be your choice. For me, transforming, leveling up looks as simple as when I go into a new field, when that manager or somebody trusts me enough to give me an assignment that they wouldn't trust with nobody else. To me, that's my level up. It's when you it's when I look around and I actually got a team willing to have my back that's my level up a lot of times you're not going to see the transformation happen but when you finally see it it's going to be like whoa okay the transformation is not the most important part it's what you do after for many people it's the fact that is when you get that big check, how you gonna spend it? Are you gonna pay bills and do what you need to do, or are you trying to go spend that on something that's gonna go quick? <clears throat> I'm not saying you can't have fun. I'm just saying where do your priorities lie? That first transformation. That second transformation, everything behind those transformations, all start with how strong was your base level? How strong was your first transformation? How diligent were you in your second transformation? It all goes back to your base level. I'm Twan. This is Twan's Truth. Deuces.